You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. God commands us to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. Learn more on this message by Pastor Ryan Gidor. Today is the fifth installment of our series entitled In Act. And for the past few weeks, we did talk about the church and the campus ministry and the compassion ministry that we have here in Victory. Today, we'll talk about missions. And some of you here are probably asking uh, the same question uh, that people uh, would uh, at times ask me, why bother go out of this country and be used in the mission field? We have so many needs and really a lot of things that we need to work on and we need to uh, probably address in this country. Why do we need to go out of our way and minister to different countries? Because this is who we are. We're known as a ministry uh, that has a heart for the next generation. We are a ministry that has a heart for church planting. So if you're new to Victory, uh, and if you check our website, we have really different churches uh, in different localities here in the Philippines. And we are known as uh, a ministry that has the passion for world missions. Thus, this series will teach you how to go about uh, really our vision to actively participate in our mission. And that is our prayer that before we're done with a series that you will have a grasp of who we are. And because of that, you will allow God to use you through this ministry. And I realized growing up that, indeed, I've seen a lot of things, a lot of events in my life. And I don't know if you can relate with me. And most of you probably uh, can attest that all of us has our own aha moments. That you discover something and you realize that because of this discovery, it has a bit altered the way you look at life. Nagbago po yung paningin natin sa buhay. Am I correct? And I just can't help but look back and be reminded of a lot of informations in the past that in a way has changed the way I look at life. For example, this is just an example. If you probably okay, are informed by a family member that you receive okay, an amount of money, okay, thousands of pesos or millions uh, in your savings account, I believe that overnight your life will change. Okay, positively. I hope so. Or negatively, if you discover that you are what? You're about to die five days down the road. I know that, okay, whatever you have and the money that you receive uh, will never amount to anything because you know that, okay, you're confronted by an incurable disease. Our lives will change based on our understanding of a certain information. And I realized that growing up and losing some hairs, okay, I realized that, okay, the information I received when I discovered that though I am bound for eternal damnation, I don't have the right to have a relationship with God, and Christ went out of His way to rescue me, gave me a second chance, has changed the way I what? I look at God. The way I see God has dramatically changed. Because one thing I know, there is nothing in me that God will be fond of. There is nothing in you that God will be excited of. There is nothing in your beauty. Look at the person on your left. There is nothing on the way you dress and the way you smile that God will gravitate towards you. Marami pong guapo at maganda sa mundo. Am I correct? And one of them is in front of you. But, okay, okay it's, it's hard to lie. I'm a pastor, okay? Forgive me, Lord. And I know, okay, that we, we tend to gravitate to people, but we know that we are what? 
we are full of sin and we have limitations. Thus, I can't think of any idea why would God gravitate towards you. But He opted to go out of His way and pursue all of us. Isn't that amazing? And when you realize that there is nothing in you, nothing good in you, but God opted to run after you, your life will forever change. Am I correct? And this is for me a, an aha moment. I was totally changed when I realized that God was for me and He was not against me. So you are one information away. And this is my prayer that as you develop that desire to know more about God, the more that you grow deeper in your understanding of God, the more that you will obey God. Isn't it amazing? Our obedience has a lot to do with our understanding of how God loves us so much. Thus, this message is motivated not because of what we are tasked to do or what we are required to do. Our action towards the need out there has a lot to do with what the Lord has done in our lives, that He went out of His way to run after man. And if you're here right now and you're thinking twice, Lord, am I just part of a religious gathering? Do you have a plan for my life? I am a prime uh, example of uh, really the kind of life that I don't think God has a plan for my life. I've done almost everything at the age of 10. From 10 to 15 years old, I've been involved with a lot of things. Name it. Yes, I did it. And I'm not proud of it. But God gave me hope. God gave me another chance. And the reason why God wants to change you, because He wants to use you. You're not just changed and cleansed by the Lord just for you to be happy. That's not the message of God. The message of God is not, Gusto ko happy ka. That's not the message of God. Okay? And that is why, more than just you coming to this church, God wants to tell you this evening that He wants to work in your life and at times you're totally hopeless and you're not even convinced if you look at yourself in the mirror, magbabago ba tong demonyong to? And at times you're not convinced with that, but God is totally convinced that you can change because He has a great plan for your life. And I want to share to you a story right here because we've been using the book of Acts as a reference on how the church came to be. Do you want to know a little bit of history? That in Acts chapter 1-8, okay, the promise was given to the people of God, the Jews, that the Holy Spirit will fall upon them. And they, they just have to wait for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. To make a long story short, in chapter 2, they were filled by the Holy Spirit. Thus, Peter was bold in his proclamation. Remember, Peter what? Okay, si Pedro pa pinagkanulo niya yung Panginoon. I mean, that's, that's a, 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 a season or a moment of his life probably that he is condemned about and I don't think he can and he will recover. But because of the Holy Spirit, Peter became a major figure in the New Testament that the whole church, okay, uh, was also probably totally amazed of how the Lord has worked in his life. To make a long story short, after Peter proclaimed in chapter uh, two, uh, brought to you by the Holy Spirit. In chapter 10, this is where it all began. There was a shift, okay, in the minds and in the lives of the Jews because they think that the message was only for them. This is why it is important, okay, that we need to uh, understand that Jews then, okay, the people who belong the way, are what are not permitted to associate with Gentiles. It is written in the Mosaic Law that they should associate with people of the same kind, but not with Gentiles, known as unclean. 
Thus, this is where the story began. Do you understand? Are you keeping track with me? If you uh, take a closer look, had a revelation, and we will read that after, but before we read the chapter in which Peter clarified that God was for the Jews and the Gentiles, this is how it all began. Are you ready? This man by the name of Cornelius in chapter 10 in the book of Acts had a vision. He had a visitation from God. And this chapter was uh, really intended for him. And Cornelius was an Italian soldier from an Italian regiment. When I say a soldier, an official, he has 100 soldiers under his care. Centurion means century known as 100 soldiers under his care. And he is a man who is devoted to prayer. He fears the Lord. He loves his family. Okay? And Cornelius okay, wants to get to know God. He wants to discover who God is. And if you are a lady, available, single, and ready to mingle, I might probably endorse this guy. Okay? A man. Okay? Who's a soldier. And he is what? Uh, an official in the Italian regiment. And because of that, okay, I believe that he is the kind of person that any woman would want. He's not just what a devout soldier or a praying uh, a person who loves prayer, but he is also a lover. Why? Because he is Italian. Okay, do you understand? It's not part of a passage, but okay. Uh, every time I would think of love, I would always think of people from Italy, Italian, okay, individuals. Okay, mi italiano, mamma mia, pizza bruschetta. Do you understand? That's, that's who they are. He received a visitation which gave him a vision to send some people to uh, get Peter for him. Cornelius obeys the vision and called two of his servants, tinawag niya po, and his uh, trusted soldier and told them everything that he had experienced. Make a long story short, while Cornelius has... Uh, an encounter, okay, and a visitation in the same manner, Peter, on the other hand, has a similar encounter. This chapter talks about the story of Peter in the city. Peter, the apostle of Jesus, was praying on a roof, okay? And he became hungry and wanted something to eat. While he was uh, probably uh, gasping for air and wanting to eat something, he fell into a trance and saw a what? A, a, a blanket open and he saw uh, really a four-footed four animal, including reptiles and birds. And he heard a voice which told him to get up and eat. And remember, Jews are not permitted to eat these things. And he said, I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. And God was simply saying, do not say that this is unclean. Because I have created it clean. And the whole vision uh, vanished. Thus, okay, we find Peter and Cornelius. Once again, as they, uh, Peter finished seeing the vision, he was able to uh, interface with Cornelius that was looking for him. The Holy Spirit told Peter the three men had been looking for him and told him not to hesitate, but go with them. Peter went with them the very next day and encountered Cornelius. This was the start why the message that we will and the passage that we will talk about knows no bounds. It is intended not just for the Jews, but Gentiles as well. 
Can we just open our Bibles right now in Acts chapter 10, verse 34 to 43? Are you ready? So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears Him and does what is right is acceptable to Him. As for the word that He sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism that John proclaimed. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him, and we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who have been chosen by God as witnesses who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by to judge the living and the to him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Can you join me in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence in our midst that Indeed, look at each and every person more than, Lord God, our own comforts and how comfortable life has been. I pray that you'll give us, Lord, an outside perspective that your heart, Lord God, is for the lost and people, Lord God, who doesn't know you. I pray that we will go beyond, look at our limitations. Lord, use this opportunity as well to speak into the hearts of each and every person in this room. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The passage and the vision of Peter and Cornelius is just a correction that God corrected Peter in how he associates with the Gentiles, like Cornelius. In the same manner, God wants to correct as well our mentality because when you say world missions or cross-cultural missions, at times we are only give it to people like me or the pastors or people that has what it takes. But here we are, okay? We think that Christianity is just what? Okay, a Sunday gathering. And because of that, I hope that more than just a Sunday gathering, that you will have a clear understanding, an illumination, a discovery that more than just us going abroad, there are in fact people in our own backyard. So I will uh, not be making sense if you can't even have what a similar compassion with your own family members. How many of you here, you have family members that are yet to come to know the Lord? Come on now. How many of you here, you want your family members to go to heaven? How many of you here, you want them to go to hell? Nobody wants that. And I want to tell you one thing. The reason why you're in this gathering, the reason why you are in this church, the reason why God brought you here, because you are God's mouthpiece in the lives of those people that you're affiliated with. So this moment would be an aha moment for all of us here. The mission is not just something that we do. It is just a specific department so that we can make our lives busy. But I hope that you will know the heart of why we're doing these things. The reason why we're doing missions because we're going out of our way. Because Christ went out of His way to save you and me. Christ went through a lot just to be with us in this planet, to die for your sins. And thus, because of that collision, because of that encounter, I can help but do in the same manner what Christ did for me. This is why I love whatever I'm doing. Not because I'm a pastor, but I believe because I have an aha moment with God. It was the Spirit of God that revealed that I just can't stay put. There are friends, family members, and relatives 
And for some of us here, probably you're saying, this is not for me, this is only for a few or a bunch of missionaries. You're getting it all wrong. The Bible says that missionaries in the forefront will be rewarded with people or will be rewarded in the same manner, in the same breath, with the the people who prays for them. And some of us here, we think and we have undermined the power of prayer. If you're not ready or probably you don't have an opportunity to go abroad and minister and be one of our missionaries, don't take it against us. In fact, the Bible says that our missionaries abroad are in need of prayers. And the reason why we're here is so that we can pray for them. How many of you here, you appreciate that you're part of a movement, a ministry that thinks beyond just our needs and our wants here? That we have a big ministry and we want to change the world. Amen. Amen. I'm excited that every single day I'm involved in what God is doing in our country and all across the globe. Thus, it is important that before we can get past what limits us and what okay, our probably assumptions of what the mission field is, we need to understand that to reach the nations, we need to what? Break wrong beliefs. Okay, the Bible says, okay, in the same chapter that we have read, that in Acts 10, 34 to 35, so Peter opened his mouth and said, he said this, okay? And I believe probably Peter was struggling because all the days of his life, he was what? He was brainwashed that you only interact, you only talk to the, what? To the people of your own kind, the Jews. But because God gave him a vision, okay? He said, truly I understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, anyone who fears Him and does what is right is acceptable to Him. There was an immediate change of perspective. And a lot of us here, not even with what we do here in Victory Alabang, there are things that has to change in your life. What we're discussing here is more than just missions. There are things that we believe to be right, but if you check the Word of God, it is totally what? It is totally distorted. And thus, it is important that even in the way we live our lives and our relationship with God, we have to ask ourselves, am I what desensitized with what they're doing here in Victory? Am I sensitive with what they're doing here? I mean, there are a lot of concerns, a lot of needs in my life. Why bother go out of my way and go cross-cultural missions? And usually that is uh, really the struggle of uh, every Filipino, that I just won't care. And I can't. And I can probably suggest someone who's better than me that can do what you're asking me, Pastor. This is not about the tasks that we want to accomplish. This is about you knowing yourself that left to your own personality, left to your own devices, we have so many alibis. How many of you here, okay, you are guilty of this? That there are a lot of people in your mind that are probably a candidate of being used by God, not me. If that's, okay, the case, I don't have what it takes. I would rather ask, okay, one of our campus ministers from UP Los Banos, okay, who's, I believe, uh, uh, intelligent to stand here in front because if the basis is just intelligent, I think Brother Carlo can qualify. But this is not just about you. If you're here right now and you're just so caught up with your qualifications so that God can use you, you're what? Missing the point. There is no one that is qualified to do this. But one thing I know, I might be weak, but God is strong. So if you're here right now, you're saying, I'm limited. Let me tell you one thing, God is limitless. 
So when you limit yourself, technically you're limiting God. So if you're telling me right now, Lord, you can't use me. I don't have much to offer. God is simply saying, give me just an opportunity to use you. Challenge me if you need money to be a blessing to people. Allow me to bless your life so that you can be a blessing. When was the last time you asked, the Lord, this is the amount of money I need, and this is the amount of money I want to give? Grant my request. But most of the time, in our own Filipino culture, based on the movie General Luna, we're so full of ourselves. Do you understand? It has not changed. I'm just kidding. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please do watch that movie. It will inspire you to always sit down. And I don't know for what reason, why he's sitting down, but one thing I know, the general wants to stand up. Do you understand? And because of that, I want you to know that that character of ours at times is also beneficial, but most of the time detrimental to us. We're just so consumed of who we are. We always ask the question, Pastor, I, I, what can I get from, from such an endeavor? What can I uh, get from such plan or a vision or project? What's in it for me? Now, I don't know if you have observed this through the years. If there is an opportunity, the first group of people who would want to take advantage of a special offer are Filipinos. Haven't you noticed that? Why? Why can't we just line up like a Japanese? No, I'm not comparing them to us, but one thing I know, we are just so consumed of what we can get. And I'm telling you right now, all countries have needs and wants, but remember, United States of America, when they came here, and share the gospel to us. They have needs of their own. They're not a perfect country, but I believe with all my heart the reason why God is blessing that country because people from that country went out of their way to share the gospel. Whether the motivation is for their own glory or not at all, because when you think beyond yourself, the Lord will bless your life and your country. The reason why we're not blessed because we don't think that we can be a blessing. We come to church with a desire that, Lord, I'm in church And I believe in that famous line that I should come and be blessed. No, you're not just here to come and be blessed. You are here to, yes, be blessed and eventually be a blessing. That is a story of missions. If you look at the book of Genesis, God started with that posture or that message that he wants you to be blessed so that you can be a what? A blessing. This is not just about starting a religion. And every nation ministries exists for that reason that we would want to cross what, what limits us. Because at the end of the day, for it is God who works in us. It's not about our talents, our skill, and how good we are, and our intelligence, if there is. It's never about our connections and our affiliation. It's about how God can work in your life. We can really uh, refer back to a lot of stories in the Bible that God will use somebody and God can use nobody. And still, accomplish what he so desire and thus it is my prayer that we just go out of our way and go and think beyond our limitations because if we always limit ourselves we limit god so my question with you right now do you have a desire more than just what you need and what you want that even if you can't even fathom that god will use you in another country that you can pray for that country and if you can't even fathom that how about starting today that more than just what you want to be blessed with, that you would want God to bless you further so that you can be a blessing. Some of us, we're believing God for a two-door car. There's nothing wrong with that. But how can you invite your friends to sit? 
and enjoy what God has blessed you with. Always think that more than just what you want to consume, you would want to be a blessing to the people around you. That's the way to being blessed by God. And thus, God wants us to understand that by sending missionaries all across the globe, it is our posture to be a blessing to other countries so that God can bless us in return. Thus, we want to break our mindsets that this is only for people that are are wealthy and are influential and are intelligent. No. This is not about, okay, the people that you know that are more capable. This is about God working through you. And how many of you here honestly can say, God can work through you. God can use your life. Amen. And that is why I've been hearing this growing up, that God is no respecter of any person. Whether you're intelligent or not, if you're willing, God will use you. Part of the barriers that we need to break free from is that to reach the nations, we need to break boundaries. Remember, a boundary is a, ge- a geographical location. There is a what? There is something that you need to cross. And if you look at your love story with God, Christ crossed the line. Remember what I just told you. He was comfortable. In fact, He can allow the world to what? To go down the drain and suffer. But Christ, because of His love, went down, crossed the line for you and me. I've been a pastor for years. I'm asking myself, Lord, what is your reason why you need to pursue man? And I'm totally amazed still to this day that God, if he has to do it over and over again, he will do so. That's how he loves you. So if you are in this gathering, you're saying, God, you don't have a plan for my life. You're getting it all wrong. God paid the penalty of sin because of how valuable you are in his eyes. Thus, in Acts chapter 10, the same chapter, as for the word that he sent to Israel, preach good news of peace through Jesus Christ, that he is the Lord of all. You yourselves know that what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, was just the, what, the starting point. Jerusalem, where they started, it is a local uh, a gathering of the believers. It is their what? Their personal domicile. If you're here right now, God wants to start with your family. That is how God would want to go about Jerusalem locally, Judea regionally, Samaria, neighboring countries, and the uttermost part of the world all across the globe. And Jesus Christ, probably months or years ago, started with you. And he's not going to stop. He will speak to your father, your sister, your grandfather through you. Because that's the mentality of our God. He will not stop and he cannot be stopped. So if you're here right now and you want entertainment, partly I might provide that tonight, but I hope you do understand. God, more than just your entertainment, God is interested with you. You and you alone. Jesus crossed the boundary line just to be on the cross. This is true to what Jesus did. This is true as well to what we intend to do. That we want to move out from this country for some of us here, probably that will be five years from now. Or if you don't have any interest, and I know it's God who will direct your steps, you can start praying for different countries. But one thing I know, that this church, this family, this movement, this community exists, not just for our own personal consumption, but for people who doesn't know God outside of this country. The reason why I'm totally consumed by this, because I believe that if you're blessed with what we're doing here, how many of you here, you're happy that you're in victory? How many of you here, you are in a nice place? Amen. How many of you here, you're glad that you're part of this movement? How many of you here, you're blessed with my life? No one. Thank you. 
If you're blessed with what we have here and how you've seen and how the Lord has blessed us with this ministry, we're not bragging about this. We have our own challenges. But roughly about 31 years ago, I want you to understand that a couple, okay, from United States of America came to the Philippines along with 65 missionaries. They are so comfortable where they are and they're happy with what they have accomplished. But because the vision is more than just what they want and what they need and what they're happy of, after 31 years, we have this family. Now, some of you don't know them. Some of you probably are not familiar with them. But if you're blessed with this, it is because 31 years ago, they went to the university belt in Recto Avenue and ministered to people like me. Thus, I'm forever grateful that we have somebody who went through inconveniences to travel, finance his work, stayed in the Philippines for one month that came to be 31 years. So if you're here right now, don't thank me. Don't thank this ministry. Thank the Lord that he sent people like them. It is my prayer that you will have a clear understanding that because somebody and a missionary went out of his way. Thus, we have Victory Christian Fellowship in the Philippines. Can we give God a hand for that? The Bible is very, very clear. And for 31 years, that man who founded Victory Christian Fellowship has been teaching our ministry to always go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And always, I will be with you to the very end of the age. Say the word always. It is what? A promise that gives you a validation and confidence. That God has promised that he will be with us every step of the way. So if you are here right now, you have invited Christ in your life. And God is working in your life. God's promise stands true. That indeed, he will be with you always. Because at the end of the day, if you see that, Lord, can we do this? Can I do this? Think about this country. Where we are in. If you do understand, and I will unveil to you, how we have blessed countries because of the desire that we're not just going to really limit ourselves in this country. You will be proud that indeed God is working. Because again, it's not about us. It is about what God can do through us. How many of you here, before you end the day, you want to challenge God? Lord, if you are real, can you work in my life? Can you work in my life? Can you do something with my life? Because at the end of the day, it's not about how intelligent you are. It's about how great God is. To reach the nations, more than just breaking the mindsets that you can do it. More than just the boundaries, that they're so far. Okay, and we have an apostolic saying. When I came to know the Lord, I was just asked two things. To buy a Bible and get a passport. How many of you here, you have a passport? Passport. If you don't have one, raise your hand. It will come into pass. Okay? If you don't have one, okay? We have here in Alabang, okay? And, 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 and I hope that you will recognize that if you check the Bible, God wants us to go out of this country. Because that is the heart of God. And thus, more than just the boundaries that limits us, there are a lot of barriers that need to be broken. 
there are uh, cultural barriers out there. And if you enter a country, and if you hear stories of our missionaries, there are a lot of ad- adjustments okay, that they need to do. Religious barriers, even uh, language barriers, that this is not just about us. This is not just about our own endeavors. God is with us, and the Lord will bless whatever undertakings that we have. In fact, He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that He is the one appointed by God to be the judge of the what? The judge of what? The living and the what? The dead. People will be judged. And I'm thankful that we have a lot of people in this room because there are people in your family that will be judged someday. Because one thing I know, everybody, listen to this, everybody lives forever somewhere. And you have to decide today. If you will go out of your way, the way Jesus has gone out of His way to connect with us. I hope that you will not wait for the right time because the time is now. It is my prayer that even this message will have an impression in your heart because in the same manner, God is always in the posture just like what verse 43 says, to him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. We are right now in a season that everyone and each and every person are guaranteed if they come to God, they will be forgiven. At the end of the day, whatever mindset we have, let's not forget that the reason we're doing this is because God has called all of us that has an encounter and a relationship with Him to preach the good news, whether that is with your family members or outside this country. It is God's heart and our motivation is what Jesus did for each and every one of us. This is the byproduct of what Peter did. That as he has overcome, that the gospel is not only for the Jews, but to the Gentiles like Cornelius as well, This is what happened in verse 44. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. So if you're telling me right now, just like what I've been harping on, I don't have what it takes. The Holy Spirit is by your side. You are not alone, and the Spirit of God will be with you every step of the way. The believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. You just don't have any idea of what God can do through you. Because one thing I know, it is never about you. It's about God. It is never about how gifted you are and how talented you are. It is about God. And I want you to know that we are giving into this endeavor. Victory Alabang is involved in our church planting effort Because the Great Commission, after all, is the greatest mission. I want you to know that more than just our Sunday gathering, we are doing something outside of this country that will change and forever change the course of history. If you're not familiar of where we are right now, we are in 44 uh, nations and, okay, we are right now in um, Oceania, and we have six. Uh, uh, we are right now in six uh, areas in Central Asia, 
uh, Middle East, like a greater Asia, and your prayer and your support and your giving has gone a long way. And I'm totally amazed of what God is doing. And thus, every three years, we plant okay, a church. And roughly about two, three years ago, we started a, a work in Timor-Leste, Pakistan, and Sri Lanka. Okay? If you're interested to volunteer, feel free to do so. 2014, okay, we're in Egypt, Kazakhstan, and Tibet. 15, Oman, Papua New Guinea. Turkmenistan. 16, Jordan, Lebanon, Madagascar. 17, I would recommend Iraq. Syria. And Uzbekistan. 18, Yemen. Okay, Maldives. Cyprus. 2019, Bhutan, Russia, Tajikistan. 2020, Armenia, Azerbaijan, and Georgia, known as uh, Russia as well. I want you to know that we're not going to stop. And as we continue to support our missionaries, pray with them, okay? And, and be one of our, our missionaries someday, whether that's long-term or short-term endeavors. We want you to ask God, because I believe it is God that will give you the grace to do so. We just bow our heads and close our eyes, okay? Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity that as we, Lord, realize that more than just uh, what, what we want to accomplish, Lord God, personally. Lord, we want to take part in what you're doing all over the world. I pray that each and every person in this room will understand that you are a great God and you want to use each and every one of us. Whether that is in giving, in praying, or going. Lord, we want. We want to involve in your endeavor. We want to cooperate with you. We want you to inspire us, encourage us. As we continue to bow our heads and close our eyes, if you're saying right now, Lord, I want you to use me. Some of us here probably, you're saying, Lord, I'm just new in this gathering, but I know that God has a great plan for my life. I want you to raise your hand. If you're saying right now, God, use me. Just raise your hand. If you're saying right now, God, use me. I don't know where to begin, but Lord, use me. I don't know where to start, but Lord, you are a great God and you're limitless. Lord, I am limited, but Lord God, you are limitless. Lord, bless the hands that are lifted high. I pray that you journey with them. Speak into their hearts. Provide for their needs and their wants. Be with them every step of the way. You can put down your hands. As we bow our heads and close our eyes, you're saying, Pastor, now I realize that a missionary came and this is how victory began. And this is not an accident why you are in this gathering. Because somebody came and was used by God. So I don't want you to miss this opportunity to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ and to start all over again. So if you're here right now, you're saying, God, I want to start all over again. I want to know you as my personal Lord and Savior. Change me. Make me new. 
I want to know you. And I want to follow you for the rest of my life. If you want to invite Jesus in your heart, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say this after me. If you want to have a relationship with Jesus. Say this after me. Lord Jesus, say this after me. Lord Jesus, I repent from all known sins. Panginoon, humihingi po ako ng kapatawaran sa lahat ng aking naging kasalanan. I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. And I want to follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for the gift of salvation. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen and Amen. Praise God. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.